to want to greet each one in the name of the Lord this morning. My message, as uh, Brother Warren said, is uh, acceptance and submission to the call. It's uh, in relation to our weekend services here um, of ordination. Actually, this subject has been introduced very well in our Sunday school lesson. Um, I read a statement just recently, just uh, this last week, in a book I was reading, and I'm not sure who, uh, where this originated, but the statement goes like this, he is not safe to rule who is not easily governed. Um, and this uh, subject that we have uh, before us this morning is uh, talks of submission. Submission is uh, illustrated very well in uh, the attitude of David. Uh, David uh, uh, confronted Saul, or Saul confronted David, however you want to say that. It was, uh, uh, we, we see David's uh, submission to God's will. Uh, we see his uh, acceptance of what God wanted him to do. And so we have it so well illustrated in our Sunday school lesson. I'd like to mention, just uh, describe just a little bit to start with about this call. It mentions here in our, our subject about the, the call. Uh, each of us are called, in, uh, especially now this uh, weekend, we have, Brother Dwight has been called to the office of minister uh, for our church. But uh, each one of us have received a call from the Lord. We are all in uh, in. In that sense, in, in a certain sense, we were all called. The Bible describes this call. It uh, calls it a holy calling in 2 Timothy 1, 8-14. I'm not going to read uh, these, but I'll just refer to these, these uh, references. It's, it was uh, in that, in that uh, uh, scripture, he talks about that is according to, not according to our works, but it's for his purpose that he calls us. And uh, he, he admonishes, uh, Paul admonishes Timothy there to hold forth the word and to be committed to the Lord. He calls it a worthy calling in uh, Second Thessalonians. Uh, he calls it a... Uh, a high calling. That's in Philippians 3 and uh, verse 14, uh, uh, where Paul says uh, about he presses toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians 1, uh, he talks of uh, 
this calling as being one of hope. Uh, the calling that uh, we all have from God is one that uh, has some anticipation. We, uh, we anticipate uh, further blessings from God. Uh, we anticipate uh, this, uh, that God has called us and uh, we need to continue in that. In Hebrews 3, verses 1 to 6, it talks there about a heavenly calling. And uh, it gives the example of Christ and uh, how we are to consider him and to be faithful uh, to the calling that he has called us to. I think we understand then that uh, not only has uh, uh, Brother Dwight been called this and his uh, this uh, weekend, but in the past, and all of us who belong to the Lord Jesus have, have in a sense, received a call, a call to be faithful to Him, a call to look, uh, look forward to, uh, to that heavenly home, a call to be serving Him, to be in service to the Lord, and so we all have received a call. But then, of course, we do consider this weekend as being a special call to the office of minister. <clears throat> I'd like to spend the rest of the uh, message then on the idea of commitment or submission. I think that was uh, the main thrust of the, of the title, the main uh, thrust of the message. Turn with me to James 4. And I'll, I'll be reading these scriptures that use this, uh, the idea of, of submission. There are, there are different words we could use. Submission, uh, commitment, uh, yieldedness. Uh, these are all words that could be uh, used in this subject. James 4, starting at verse 6, I'll read uh, a few verses here. But he giveth... Uh, Actually, I'm going to start with verse 5. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Uh, there it tells us that we as humans have a need for submission because uh, the spirit that dwelleth in us is not uh, inclined to submit. Uh, the... Uh, I'll, I'll mention something about that just a little later. Um, verse 6, But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. The idea of uh, submitting and of um, humbling ourselves in the sight of the Lord. Uh, also a companion scripture of that is uh, 1 Peter 5. If you just turn pages in your Bible just a little bit. 
And I'll read uh, the first 11 verses. Actually, I think uh, Brother Ray read this in his message, but I'm going to read these verses. Uh, chapter 5 of First Peter. The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder, and a witness of the suffering of Christ, sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, and take in the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being samples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, he shall, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. You notice Peter, Peter uh, quotes the same uh, as what uh, James did. Uh, For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same affliction are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, Make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Peter uh, learned, and uh, uh, Brother Ray um, reminded us of some of the character of Peter and, and his, the process he went through to learn these things. And here we have uh, Peter toward the end of his life and he's he's uh, telling about humility I like the the verse there and, and often I think of this when we have a foot washing service where uh, Peter says to be clothed with humility uh, you know uh, Jesus took a towel and girded himself um, somewhat of a badge of a slave the, the clothing of a slave and he girded himself, and here Paul, Peter, um, and, and Peter resisted him at that point. He was not submissive to what, what God wanted to, what Jesus wanted to do for him. But here, um, Peter says, be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. He was, uh, he went through a process of learning through life that had uh, brought him to a point uh, where he was, humble before God. Little definition of the word submit, to surrender our own will, inclined to give way or, or comply, accommodating, to cease opposition. I mentioned the, the word yield. Uh, when you think of a of a yield sign uh, on the road, you, you need to uh, you need to be. It's it's not like a stop sign, you know. With a stop sign, you you come right up to there and, and you stop, and uh, and then you can uh, after you stop, then you should look and see if, if, 
there's anything coming before you pull out on the, on the, the, the highway. With the yield sign, it's a little different. You're aware of what's either way, and if there's nothing coming, you can go. But if there's if there's a vehicle coming, you have to yield. It's your uh, that's the, a failure to to yield right away is can get you in trouble. Yield, yielding, submitting. Um, to submit is to resign ourselves to to uh, a situation where someone else goes ahead. Uh, submission is uh, is an attitude, and submission is a choice. It's uh, it's more than that, of course, because uh, we might think we're submissive, but do we really do we really act that way? I have a little note here that I put down one time or another. It says this message is easier to preach than practice. You can, we can talk about submitting, we can talk about uh, yielding to others, we can talk about being committed to the call of God, but uh, we need to practice it. And submission is not only an attitude, but it's a choice. And I'd like to say to uh, you as young people here, and older children too, the earlier that you choose to be some, um, a submissive person, the, um, the better things will go with you throughout life. You know, if we, uh, if we make a choice to be stubborn and do our own thing and uh, exercise our own will, and we do that from the time we're young, we'll, we can, by the time we reach old age, we're maybe not even fit to be around anymore. But uh, the, the, the earlier that you learn, as young people and children, the earlier you learn that um, to be a submissive person, the better it's going to go with you when you're old and throughout life. Not only that, but uh, for you as over here on this side, as young men, the earlier you learn to be a submissive person, and if and when the time comes when you're called, in a situation like this we have this weekend, it will make it um, much better for you. Um, if you are called to a special work. Thinking of this weekend then, uh, who is it that we're, that is, uh, that we're directing this message to? Is it just Dwight? Is it uh, just his wife? Um, every Christian needs to be submitted. Every uh, every one of us needs to be 
submitted to the call. Every one of us in this church, every one of God's people. So it's not only um, Brother Dwight and Sister Darla that this message is, is uh, directed to, but also this message is directed to Justin and Jessica and Kara and Caitlin and Meredith, Matthew, Micah, and Angela. I got them all, didn't I? And it's also, and I could go on and I could name all the others of our church. All of us, this message is directed to all of us. Because we need to be submissive and submitted to this call that we have witnessed here this, this, this weekend. And our church from this point on uh, needs to be submitted. All of us involved here this weekend. Um, I want to be understood when I'm saying this next here now. And uh, don't ask me for any names. But uh, there was a scattering of votes, not just Dwight was voted for, there was a scattering of votes uh, of qualified brethren in our church. Um, and uh, I'm not going to tell you who you are, but you need to be submitted. I mean, some of you know that, and all of us know that there was some other votes. But, uh, and we might think, well, is it fair? Well, you need to be submitted too. We as, as uh, Bishop Brethren looked at this and we, we seen the, the voice of the church very clearly. And so that's why we come to the conclusion we did. But, uh, and you, some of you voted and know that you're, uh, the one you voted for isn't, uh, isn't being ordained. So all of, uh, uh, in all of this, we need, to, uh, we need to think of the idea of submission. Submitting to the Lord. Submitting to what uh, the, the church has decided here for this weekend. So each of us are in uh, this, this message, and again, is directed to each of us. So that all of us will be submitted. And all of us would be, um, will be, will accept this uh, this call that has gone out this weekend. <clears throat> I'd like to look at some, uh, remind us of some uh, Bible examples of submission. And we could we could cite many, probably, but I'd like I have just a few. Uh, I think of Moses. Now was Moses submissive? Uh, you know, he said, I can't, I can't talk, I can't, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I can't do this job. He, he told the Lord, uh, literally, he said, just, just go find someone else. So do we think Moses was submissive? But in the end, he did. He went with where God asked him to do. He did what God asked him to do. And so he was submissive to the Lord. I had to think of the setting that Moses was in there. Um, Moses had tried to uh, 
he had tried to take care of things into his own hands. He had tried to uh, take care of things his own way, and it didn't work. So uh, here he is in the wilderness. And uh, out here he's with the sheep. And uh, uh, he was, uh, in that setting it says Moses was content. Uh, here he was. Uh, he had a had a job. He had a wife and and two little boys. Uh, he was busy. Some suggest that uh, during his forty years in the wilderness is when Moses um, compiled and put together the the first of these books of the Bible. And so he was busy. So here was a man who had a job. He was busy. And it says he was content. You read that if you, if you look in uh, Exodus there, in those verses. He was content to dwell with this man. It says he was content. And when he was content, that's when God called him. When he was settled, when he was um, doing his work, when he was busy with the things that God had given him to do, right at that point, uh, and in that setting, then God called him and uh, had something else for him to do. And he was uh, finally, after God talked to him, he was willing to go. I think of Isaiah. You know, Isaiah uh, saw this vision of the Lord high and lifted up in the temple, and uh, he witnessed these things and God uh, uh, you know he, he felt unworthy he felt like he was um, woe is me I think he said and uh, and then God said who will go for us and Isaiah said here am I send me a picture of submission and acceptance of God's call what he had for him to do I think of Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah told him, he said, you're going to be a mouthpiece for me. You're going to, you're going to this, these rebellious people and you're to, you speak to them. And, and uh, Jeremiah was in his humility. He said, I'm just a child. How can I do this? But God assured him that this was his work. This was his job. And Jeremiah went through life, submitted to God committed to, to him and uh, doing what God wanted him to do, live to be a, an old man and, uh, and, re, uh, and yet in, uh, all through his ministry he was opposed and yet he was committed he was uh, working for the Lord I guess our best example actually is the Lord Jesus himself he taught submission he taught it by precept when he knelt down in front of his disciples and washed their feet. He taught it by example when he brought a little child up and he said, unless you come, become like this little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. He taught it by example when he knelt by that rock in the garden and he said, not my will and be done.
we do well to take example from our greatest example, the Lord Jesus, in, in, in the idea of submission, submission to and acceptance of the call. I think of Samuel, a very small boy, very young, hearing the voice of the Lord and saying, Speak, Lord, for thy servant hears. I think of uh, Esther. When Mordecai approached her and gave her the message, he said, you need to talk to the king. And uh, finally Esther said, if I perish, I perish. She was submitted. She was committed to, to do what she could do to uh, uh, to be able to save her people. Another example is Ruth. You know, when uh, Neoma went with her two daughter-in-laws and, and uh, going back to, the, to Bethlehem, and uh, she told him, you might as well go back. I don't, I don't have anything to offer you. You might as well go back to your people. And uh, one of them did, but Ruth... Uh, and one of the probably one of the uh, most touching uh, uh, speeches in the Bible <laughs> said entreat me not to leave thee nor forsake thee where you go I'll go your God will be my God and where you die that's where I'll die your people will be my people. She was committed. I think Joshua, where he got the people together and he, he said, you, you make a choice this day. Choose who you're going to serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There was a man who was committed to God's call. He was, uh, he was willing to do what God asked him to do. And he was, he was submitted and committed to the Lord. I think of uh, the Apostle Paul there on the road to Damascus. And uh, here again was a man who was going his own way. He, was, uh, he thought he was doing what was right, but wasn't. And he was going his own way, and he was uh, out for blood. And when the Lord spoke to him, he said, Lord, what will you have me to do? Uh, a statement there of commitment and uh, how he could uh, do the, uh, what the Lord wanted him to do. Later on, Paul says, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. The, a picture of a, of a committed submitted person to the will of God and to his call. <clears throat> the scripture that uh, is interesting to me uh, is um, Deuteronomy 17. These are uh, in connection with our weekend here. Um, this was uh, this was Moses' Uh, talking to the people 
uh, toward the end of his his life and encouraging the people. And he talks about them uh, when they come into the land uh, where they are going to possess and they, they want a king. Now, we're not uh, setting up a king over us this weekend. We all know that. Uh, but there's some principles here in this short scripture that I want us to notice. Uh, verse um, 14, I'll start reading there in uh, Deuteronomy 17. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall possess it, and shall dwell therein, and shall say, I will set a king over me, like as all the nations that are there about me. We think of Moses as a prophet, and this is just exactly what happened later on um, when they wanted a king. Verse 15, Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. One from among thy brethren shall thou set king over thee. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is, is not thy brother. But he will not multiply, but, but he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt, to the end that he should multiply horses. For as much as the Lord has said unto you, ye shall henceforth return no more that way. Neither shall he multiply wives to himself, that his heart turn not away, neither shall he greatly multiply himself to himself silver and gold. And it shall be when he setteth upon the throne of his kingdom that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of that which is before the priests, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the day, days of his life that he may learn to fear the Lord his God to keep all the words of this law and these statutes to do them. That his heart be not lifted up above his brethren, that he turn not aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left, to the end that he may prolong his days in the kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. Notice some of these points. First of all, he was chosen by the Lord. He said, you're, you're to uh, have a man that, that God chooses. This, uh, this weekend, through the work of this church, God has chosen uh, one who is to be a part of our leadership. It says from among the brethren. Uh, we didn't go uh, to uh, some committee where they have uh, uh, seminary graduates and, and pick out one of those, but uh, we, pick, we choose one here from among the brethren. One of us, not a stranger, one who knows us, one who is from among our brethren. He's, he's not to be greedy, says. Um, he's not to multiply horses to himself. He is, uh, he's not to seek uh, extreme wealth. Uh, he's not to, uh, he's to be morally upright. It's, uh, here it says uh, he's not to multiply to himself wives that his heart could turn away. Um, he's not to return to Egypt, it says. He's to stay out of Egypt. This is, uh, I, I noticed this, uh, it's, it's like uh, the qualifications for a minister, actually, for a leader. 
He's, uh, he's not to be worldly. Stay out of Egypt. A reader of God's word. And one that fears the Lord. One that is humble. And uh, one that is steadfast. It, uh, it was interesting parallel there. What does submission to God include? The submission to this call. And what does it include? First of all, uh, I have several points here in this one. First of all, it includes God's timing. It, um, it has the idea of patience. Now, we have uh, contemplated this, this weekend now for quite some time. And uh, so uh, we have been waiting, and I, all of us have um, waited for this. And I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure if Dwight ever sensed a, a call of God that someday he'd be a minister, but uh, we we've never sensed that, and uh, so he has waited. He's and uh, he has been patient. We have been patient in waiting, and so this this uh, thing of submission, and not only in this situation where uh, where we're choosing a minister, but in our lives, um, submission to God uh, takes into account His timing. It's not ours. It's not how we do it. It's not how. We want to push ahead, but uh, we need to uh, we need to think of God's timing because His um, He don't think like we do. His timing is not like ours, and uh, so we need to wait patiently for Him. Another thing that submission and acceptance of God's call includes is prayer. We need to sit at Jesus' feet. We need to converse with him we need to be on speaking terms with God if we are going to be submissive and accept God's call for us study and meditation of God's word is another thing that is important when we think of uh, being submissive to God and uh, accept his call for us we listen we we, uh, that's how we hear God's voice, is listening to his voice through his word. And he speaks to us through his word. As the Holy Spirit prompts us in our reading and uh, in our study, he, uh, we learn to listen to God. Another thing that, in this case, uh, for this weekend, that... Um, well, I guess not just this weekend either, but uh, if we're going to be submissive and uh, accept God's will, we need to maintain Christian composure in trying circumstances. And uh, we all face them. And uh, uh, Brother Dwight will probably face some trying circumstances in his work and his calling. We need to, each of us, remember 
to maintain Christian composer, composure, uh, not to um, um, feel like decking somebody, <laughs> like you mentioned the other, you know, uh, be composed as, as God's people. Self-control is a good point to remember in, in submission and in uh, acceptance of God's call. We need to be steadfast, to stand and speak against things that tend to undermine faith in, in biblical truth. Well, while we're submissive and um, uh, submissive and yielded, we dare not uh, be a pushover when it comes to things that are not right, things that are that would undermine uh, biblical truth, we need to stand and be counted. We need to speak against those things. Be courageous. Submission to God's will and his call um, takes courage. We need to work harmoniously with others in the ministry and in the church. And this goes, like I say, it's not only for the one who's chosen to be our leader, but it's for all of us to be to work harmoniously with all the others in the church. We need to be steadfast, not carried about by strange winds of doctrine. We need to always show kindness to all in the church from the oldest to the youngest the idea of gentleness goes along with submission to God's call <clears throat> we need to show submission to those who are in authority over us and this not only goes for in the church but uh, the, the Bible teaches us that even uh, people surrounding us, uh, governments and uh, uh, leaders of our country, we are to show submission to those who are in authority over us. And I guess I'll close with the uh, same thing I said um, earlier to start with he cannot safely rule who is not easily governed